0: There's a tale so often told, it no longer has a source or even a location attached to it about a group of foreign explorers. They had a destination in mind, deep in the jungle, and a timetable for getting there and back before their food and supplies ran out. The explorers pushed their native guides hard through the jungle for several days, urging them. Faster and faster. After a particularly exhausting climb, the guides finally looked at each other, sat down, and refused to move. The explorers asked them what was wrong, why they were stopping, and the response was, we are waiting for our souls to catch up. The guide's value was integration and harmony, a whole self. And they had a different understanding of time. Time for as long as it takes, rather than blind adherence to a schedule that makes people miserable or fractured. When I was on retreat with other religious educators earlier this month, we were asked to look for our core value. This was not an easy task, And so I thought back over many things. As your religious educator, one of the important things that I do is to find and design Effective volunteer opportunities for children and youth. And as we grow deeper in our transformation work, I've learned that commitment is very important to volunteering. One way to build this kind of lasting relationship is taking our time and focusing on one thing, staying in it for the long haul, however long that might take, sometimes past our own lifetime. Often our volunteer efforts have been limited by attempts to match them to Sunday morning at 10.30. And so I thought, how can I change this? I had to start with weaving a relationship For myself, one that I could sustain as a volunteer, I needed to experience that myself before I could bring it to the children. And so I wondered, what issue might I choose? What could I be that invested in over the long haul? Something tickled at the back of my mind. An opportunity I had heard about several years ago, about delivering bread to the Reading Food Pantry. But I didn't leap yet. I watched other people doing service for the long term. Things that fed their souls. I knew I needed to do that too. I watched inspiring people like Tina Sherry and her dedication to peace like Jose Palma, Organizing Immigrants. And I watched our own Tuesday Meals program. That work, this sacred work of feeding hungry people, is so compelling. I have seen volunteers there work through their own chemo. I've seen groups of youth dedicate their year of Tuesdays service. I've watched one man return to Tuesday Meals even after his son and daughter-in-law were severely injured. crises strong enough to make people turn their lives upside down are not enough to keep people away from serving at Tuesday Meals, from feeding hungry people. Watching them made me think about what values endure in our lives, even after a crisis. What are the things I'd want to do no matter what? What could I stick to week in and week out? And so I did end up volunteering at the food pantry because of that. And I'm still there. Some days, people are really hungry and rude. Some days, I don't want to go out in the freezing cold and fill my car. But still, I'm there. And I'm learning what it will take for our children to stay with one project through its ups and its downs. I thought about all this as I was choosing my core value. But I didn't choose ending world hunger. Specific causes weren't even on our list. What I chose was zest for life. I wanted to blend enthusiasm with the importance of the things that sustain us. I want it to be the balance between those explorers urging us on and the guides attending to spirit and keeping the group together. Sometimes that blend comes really naturally. Last year at this time, I was incubating a project, the Art and Faith Journal. I found old maps and wrote invitations on them to explore the inner terrain of faith. Our group got together for tea and to touch juicy bookmaking materials. We sewed bindings, touched textures, chose shapes. Each of us made a book. Books of brown paper bag, fabric books, ripped corrugated cardboard, precisely trimmed Watercolor paper. We spent the year exploring topics in each other's books. The themes were the same for each of us, but what we did with them were oh so different. We'd talk about a question for the month. The home of the soul. What's stirring underground? The moment you touched God. Spirit or divine. And one person would sew their answer into the book. Another would paint. Another capture a poem. Opening up from the question into the visual and spending a month on this topic gave us all a profound look at our own faith. And interestingly, our process, was often the same. We would meet and talk, and then just sit with that question for a month. Growing inside us was an answer and a vision, poems and proverbs and pictures. We built resources and energy for the final dash, and then a flurry of creation the day before we'd meet again or deep sharing about what our thoughts had been. Just like with choosing where to volunteer, this was a slow process. We had to consider things for a long time before committing to them, to the concreteness of one poem, one painting that would last, of a bread delivery one morning a week, to one particular program. We filled our wells, in the words of Julia Cameron. We tied in our own thoughts with our own experiences of faith, our encounters with the divine, by bringing them not just into our conscious awareness, but into a piece of art. Much like the beautiful art you see hanging around you, I wanted to thank our yarn stormers for their contribution to the space. It's what you see in each piece hanging around you and on the piano is an investment of time, of skill, and of caring for this community and wanting to share their whole selves with us revealing a piece of themselves to us. So thank you all for the beauty you've added to our day. I invite each of you now to take a moment to reflect. If you had one core value, like zest for life, what would yours be? How could the many thoughts, talents, urges, and skills of you come and settle in together? One body waiting for one soul to catch up until finally one bright morning. It does. Amen, ashe, and blessed be.